<coughs> you hear that? Yeah. I did. It's smoker's cough. I, I mean, feel it more in my throat. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I have a tickle in my throat. I, don't get a, don't be around your mother. But other than that, just, you know, try not to worry too much. <laughs> oh, my mom, she, she won't hear of it. <laughs> I trust you. I'm like, you should. My mm-hmm. dumbass went to the casino. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my luck, too, man. I've done nothing. Not mm-hmm. a goddamn thing since March. And then just one stupid-ass fucking thing, and then I'll catch COVID. Hey, Jeff. Uh, just to catch you up, Jared is concerned because he went to a casino and he think he he thinks he might have COVID because he has a little cough. We have been reminding him that he smokes and it's getting colder and drier out, so that could be the reason for the cough. But you know, hmm. he's a bit of a hypochondriac, so. Yes, I am. <laughs> I do not deny that. You want to know how bad I am? I watched a, a couple years ago, especially when I was really obsessed with dying and shit. Uh, I watched a documentary on Roger Ebert, you know, from Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. And do you know how he got his lower jaw removed? Yeah, I remember that. And, yeah, and I was watching him without his lower jaw. Ooh. And uh, it, it, technically, it was something that happened to him when he was a kid. Something dentist did with really? his molars. Yeah, it was something like radiation or some crazy shit they did in the 50s. Huh. And um, it, they had to take his jaw. And I was convinced... It was going to happen to me. <laughs> and I was like, I, I think I'm going to shoot myself if I have to live like that. I can't live like that. I can't live without my lower jaw. This is, this is crazy. <laughs> and it bothered me for days. Huh. But then you remember yeah. that you, you, you didn't, weren't alive in the 50s and didn't get, you know, hey, radiated. I was just like, I don't know what my dentist did to me when I was a kid. It was the 70s and Not early that. 80s. <laughs> but you're right, Jeff. My allergies have been bothering me, too. I've been sneezing like a motherfucker lately. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. Uh, If you would like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page and chat with us directly while we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. If you can't do that, you can still leave something on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week, we'll be talking about, I don't know what to put in here, I uh, some final debate talk, presidential debate. But first, uh, I wanted to start with, there was a quote from a uh, fan, and I thought it was a good quote, uh, talking about the amazing Randy who Hmm. has recently passed away. I was just thinking about that. I was like, I wonder if we're going to talk about Amazing Randy. Yeah. The quote is, At once elfin and Mephistophelian, with a bushy white beard and piercing eyes, Mr. Randy, known professionally as the Amazing Randy, was a father of the modern skeptical movement. What roiled his blood and was the driving impetus of his existence, Mr. Randy often said, was pseudoscience in all its immoral irrationality. We uh, we did, Karen and I had uh, the chance to actually meet Randy when he spoke on campus here. Oh, nice. In mm. 20, 2013, I think it was. So, uh... Took up the picture, yeah. We, uh, he- I mean, I, you know, I, I grew up listening to him, you know, 
take people apart like Yuri Geller and um, mm. Popoff and... Yeah, it's sad, but at the same time, I mean, he was, what, 92? So... Yeah, he was right. he, he, he was well-lived. He yeah. lived a full and productive life. Yes. Yeah. And he's tiny. Tiny, <laughs> I say. <laughs> I mean, there's probably some old man shrinkage going on there, but I'm five foot three and without heels, because that, that bullshit don't, you know, no. Um, <laughs> so, 4'11". Oh, wow. Yeah, tiny. Wow. I just saw a picture of Randy standing next to uh, Penn. <laughs> Gillette. <laughs> yeah, Ben Gillette. And, oh, my. He's a giant. Yeah. yeah. We have a picture <laughs> of, the two of us as well. <laughs> we That's post, true. <laughs> post them side by side. Jesus. I got to meet them uh, at the coffee cellar back in State College back in the day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They, Penn uh, Gillette? Yeah, Penn and Teller were performing at Penn State, and they came down to the coffee cellar for a coffee. I came in there to, you know, loiter. Because that's where I hung out, because I wasn't 21. And I was like, why is everybody crowded around that dude who looks like Penn Gillette? He needs to really adjust his appearance. <laughs> and uh, turns out it was, in fact, both of them. They were both very kind. He told a story about how he is, in fact, an ordained minister because one of his friends pressured him into it so that he could marry them. Right. Yep. I met Penn and, and Penn and uh, Teller in Vegas. Nice. We met him in the, in the you know, walkabout after their show. Yeah, I did that, and then... I think I told the story when I went on st- – before the show, they had a a board up there that you had to go up and sign your name on it on the stage. It was part of a trick. Mm. And off to the right, there was three guys playing jazz music. And I'm standing on the stage with my friend and I'm like, we're waiting. And I look over at the jazz band and I go, that's fucking Penn playing bass. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and she goes, it is? And I look at him and I'm, I'm the only one looking at him. We're like literally like a foot away from him. Right, and he looks at me, and he just winks. He's like, "Yep, it's me." <laughs> just keeps playing. He had like a big hat on and everything, so you couldn't see his face. But that has nothing to do with Randy. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, I didn't really have anything else to to talk about as far as Randy. I just, uh... I I loved watching the videos on YouTube of Randy busting these guys on the Tonight Show. Yeah, and shit. And anytime, uh, because Johnny Carson was really into this shit. And he had Yuri Geller on one time, and they called in Randy to set up the the whole setup for Yuri, because that was the stipulation that Johnny had. was like, look, I'll invite you on to do your shit, but you can't bring your own props and shit, right? We're going to have our team do it. And Yuri said, fine. And they brought Randy in to, you know, make sure everything was on the up and up. And what do you think happened? Don't, totally failed? <laughs> totally failed every one of them <laughs> and then was like oh i'm feeling bad energy in the room and blah 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 and it was just <laughs> you could just see that and i think johnny's smoking looking at him like he's a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> you'll never do late night again <laughs> yeah or there's i've seen other ones too where randy comes up immediately after the person and does the same trick and then shows you how he did it mm. oh Great. sure i i the only thing i felt bad about is all the people that he repeatedly exposed as frauds didn't wasn't daunting at all. They just continued on. People loved them. Well, not Yuri Geller. Yuri Geller kind of went down the tubes after that. Yeah, because he didn't have play. a religious act. Right. Mm-hmm. Any of the religious acts just just kept on going. Yep. yep. Even with the proof in front of their face to this day, they just don't <laughs> fucking care. And <laughs> that explains Trump. Yeah. It doesn't make any difference what the, the facts are. They're all on board, so... Also, surprisingly, and I didn't find this out till much later in the years, I didn't know James was uh, gay. James Randy? Yeah. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he had a boy, young boyfriend. Oh. Hmm. Well, good for him. Yeah. 
I've known that for years. But... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I might have known came it. Up. I was. Yeah. I might have known it at one point, but it didn't stick. You didn't ask him that when you met him, Karen? That's what I ask every guy right away. <laughs> Straight or gay? What's the story with you? <laughs> <laughs> he came out at 81. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, Amazing. Again, though, that was that was 2009. Like, that would be yeah. the time to do it, I think. Sure. I mean, it would have affected him professionally before that at some point. I mean, maybe not in, <laughs> until you know, previous to year 2000, maybe. Yeah, Carson would be like, we can't trust anything you're saying, James. You're fucking gay. Right. <laughs> that definitely would have been a consequence for his professional career. All right. Well, if you get a chance, I would suggest watching An Honest Liar. It's a documentary about The Amazing Randy. Um, so anyway, just wanted to bring that up. A follow-up that I wanted to mention. Samuel Patty, I believe. Patty? I don't remember how you pronounce his name. But the French guy who was beheaded... Um, outside yes. his school, I wanted to do a little follow-up on that. He was posthumously awarded the Legion of Honor, the French version, the uh, by President Macron. Was awarded it due to his work in, um, you, know, you know, doing things to keep free speech and to, uh, you know, against blasphemy. Mm. Almost immediately, the Prime Minister of Pakistan accused Macron of attacking Islam. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Not really surprising, I suppose, but... Right, I was going to say, I feel like moments after that, did did France close their embassy in Turkey? Didn't hear oh, that, but... For, for, the, for similar reasons, they were like, you're attacking Islam, and they're like, all right, we'll just get out of here, sorry. <laughs> hmm, I did not hear that. Hmm, I'll check it out before I continue to make these claims. Okay. I'm not saying it's not true, I just, mm. I didn't hear that at all. Uh, there is an article that I thought was interesting on Reuters talking about the uh, the divide in French classrooms. Basically, how the terror, this act of terror in France, has you know an, a, a widespread effect on what can be taught in schools. Like the moment, I mean, all this guy was really doing was showing the pictures that had been displayed so that the kids would know what they were talking about. And they were talking about free speech. He wasn't teaching that right. Islam was bad or, or evil or anything like that. But it, when you have a terrorist come in and kill a teacher who's doing this, I mean, what's the, the next step? Like, are, are you going to limit what's being taught in school because you don't want to offend anybody? Like, that's just that's yes, the whole point of free speech. Right. That is exactly what they want, though. And, it, and to be fair, it's the exact same thing that Christians want in this country. So... There's not that much difference. You jumped the gun, but that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yep, I don't know how to post links or use the internet, but the Wall Street Journal does say France closes France closes Turkey embassy for security fears in Ankara. Mm. Damn. Once again, showing that you know American media does not show anything from overseas, and even overseas shows show mostly American news because everything is dominated by Trump. Well, we're kind of busy over here right now. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting. I gotta tell you, though, they got me well-trained, these motherfuckers, right now. Mm -hmm. In the sense that, like, if I even get a hint or hear a story about someone teaching evolution in school, I go, ooh, that's controversial. Mm -hmm. And then I go, wait a minute. No, it's not. <laughs> I learned science. it in school. Right, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I, but now I'm just like, ooh, that's, that's a ballsy move, man. You really gotta roll the dice if you're gonna teach that in your classroom. And I'm like... <laughs> What, 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 I'm like, it's just, you know what? And it's not just that, too. It's like shit with like being woke. Mm. Like, I guess that's a good thing where I'm like, 
Boy, there's a lot of white dudes on the Avengers. Or, you know. (laughs) You're noticing. (laughs) Or, uh, you know, I'm like, ooh, they're they're, they're talking about masturbation on that TV show. How are they going to get away with that? And I'm like, what? I came from the days where they, you didn't, it's like it went like in this peak where like, it was just getting like, man, we're getting there. You can do whatever you want. And then there was like a dip. Mm. A huge dip. Yeah. And I I think it all had to do with Janet Jackson's titty. (laughs) Oh, no, I thought you meant before that. I I thought you meant like society was starting to peak in the 70s and then the 80s happened. And, but George Michael got pulled off the radio for writing, for using the word sex in one of his songs. It's true. Like, I was like, oh my God, the 70s, it's happening. It's like the Wild West, but with more cocaine and dancing. See, I feel like the 80s happened and it was like. And everything See, just shrank back into this weird conservative bubble. I feel like it was in the 2000s that it happened. Like I'm sure it's cyclical. Mm. Like it's you know okay. I mean again, this is really off topic, but do you remember that song "Laid" by James that we used yeah. to play a thousand? Yeah, right. Do you remember in that song where they go, uh, "She only comes when she's on top" is yep. the line, right? That line is is bleeped out now on radio. Wow. Wasn't it bleeped out back in the day? Hell no! We played that unedited. We every- did, and I just thought, I didn't remember it being, you know, whether it had been edited or not. It just didn't didn't affect me in my youth. I was like, yeah, that seems reasonable. <laughs> That's a very satisfying position for most women. And then I'd go on with my life. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, it's I, gotta I, be. It's gotta be cyclical. It just got. It has to fluctuate with the times. Maybe, I, but I feel like that titty popped out, and everybody was like, "Whoa, we gotta scale this back. This is crazy." Well, we're uh, showing, yeah, we're showing Again, butts on ABC, as, and remember? Yeah, I, I, it's, I, I probably ebbs and flows. I, I feel like you know, as as the culture gets more conservative, people restrict more, and then it loosens up. Because yeah, I I, I mean, I remember a time, you know, sure again. Using a a musical reference, I remember a time when the Humpty Dance came out, <laughs> and they had to edit out the words Burger King, but left in '69. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was a that's copyright. You know, that's <laughs> way bigger deal, <laughs> right? <laughs> but keep in mind though that we have been making steady progress for the last few hundred years. I oh, mean, for sure. I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. never it's not a total backslide in no. any way. I fully agree with you, Karen. I it's- mean, I can't believe that the first toilet flushed on TV in a sitcom was in All in the Family. Right. Sure. In the fucking 70s, they yeah. didn't flush a toilet for fucking 25 years on TV. <laughs> and even yeah. even at that point, um a married couple in their bedroom were shown in separate beds. Yeah. Yeah. It was only I remember Again, I don't remember because it wasn't during my time, but when mm. I, you know, would go back and watch and was told about it, that it was a huge scandal that Ricky and Lucy had a double bet on their show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They, that we or, or no, she was on her show and she was also when she got pregnant. They were like, we know where babies come from. You can't show that on TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. They couldn't say pregnant. She was in the family way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I so. get that. That was the 50s. But I'm just like, right. first of all, Archie Bunker, a show where they dropped the N word. Left and right, and I'm like, the toilet was the big deal. <laughs> they so, broke ground with the toilet. <laughs> so we we have been making good, solid progress. Women are allowed to work; they're not treated as property. You know, the, there has been progress, but it's the two steps forward, one step back. We're indefinite, at least one step back right now, and they're trying to drag us back to the 50s. Yeah. But I don't think the youth of this country is going to stand for it. So <laughs> no, but this 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 nation does not embrace change. No. No. In in any way. 
Well, people in I, general uh, don't embrace change. I mean, oh, right. But I mean, yeah, we see it on, on you know, I see huge scales. I mean, mm. with the legalization of, of marijuana dragging its feet, I'm like, mm. you guys are just, I don't know how long you've been getting the wrong message. The reason marijuana is illegal is because Hearst didn't want hemp affecting his paper monopoly. End of list. Yeah. Well, that and Richard Nixon. <laughs> Well, uh, well, I'm sure. I'm sure he exacerbated it yeah. with whatever weird religious views he had. No, it was part of the Southern strategy because you could you couldn't. The Civil Rights Movement, you know, made big strides for Black people, and he was like, "Well, now how can I get them? Because mm. I can't have them voting. Yeah. So I got <laughs> I got to lock them up, and I can get hippies all in one shot." <laughs> right. Putting people in jail was one of the, you know, they knew that it was a. Well, that's the same reason that crack was um the the was way more likely to get you a long prison sentence than cocaine was because black people smoke crack and white people snorted cocaine. It's exactly the same thing. Well, fundamentally the same thing. But the the the, the rules were different for how long you went to jail. It was purely sure. r- racially motivated. Right. But yeah, absolutely. This country does not embrace change or no. progress. I see it on on all sorts of levels. It's in uh you know, I I don't and again, it's not purely this, but what some of the the issues I have with with the Second Amendment is there's mm. no way the Founding Fathers could have perceived the type of weaponry we have access to now and <laughs> thought, yeah, every idiot should own that. Yeah. <laughs> totally fine. Unrestricted in every way. Right. Well, People are like, yep, yeah, shit, they wrote it down. Too bad. Yeah. It's never going to change. You're right. It's, 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 God-given right, motherfucker. <laughs> same thing with this now. And it's, you know, it's it's all the rage now, but same thing with, with reforming the Supreme Court. Do you think in 1860, when they were like, yeah, nine will work, that number will work forever, the country won't expand, laws won't get more complex, we'll never need more voices than that. People people will never live longer than 30. (laughs) (laughs) Lifelong appointments. People people will leave because they they know that they are, you know, past their peak, so they will do the right thing. (laughs) Right. I just listened to Bill Maher and he was talking about that. He's like, the Democrats' plan was for the Supreme Court. That Ruth Bader Ginsburg doesn't die. Yeah. Right. That was their fucking plan. <laughs> yep. I feel like, though, the gays have made good strides. Yeah. I think there is a backslide uh, coming, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, sex, sexy time-wise stuff yeah. doesn't seem to really – is losing a little traction in, in, as far as pop culture goes. Like, look at the stink that they made over Cardi B in that song. Mm, I mean, true. they could shut up about that. <laughs> but, like – TV shows, man, they're riddled with gay people now. Yeah, you can't you, you can't go two steps without running into one. <laughs> but if you think they're not going to go after the, um, I forget what the name of Oberfell. If you don't think they're not going after that, oh yeah, they'll yeah. take their rights away. Sure. Oh, oh yeah. But I'm just saying, as far as like, because I remember when Societal. Glee came out, and a lot of these people were going nuts over Glee because they had some gay characters in there. Mm. Yeah, pop culture and you know in general has made good progress, and society in general has made good progress. Just the politicians haven't, well, and the church hasn't. Yeah, Although I'm, the Pope, you know, with his you know civil unions for gay people is okie dokie with me. I'm like, what? <laughs> sometimes the guys spit some good shit out. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I don't know that I actually had that in here as a story, but yeah, the Pope came out and said, yeah, civil unions, that's that's really the way to go. And man, Catholics are unhappy with the Pope again. <laughs> I don't understand. Someone should what? remind them about something called papal infallibility. Exactly. Mm. Tell those motherfuckers to shut up. <laughs> don't you pay attention to your religion? He, he's infallible. No, no they Your do own not. Rules. Yeah. 
thus proving they're not really believers. <laughs> like yeah. I keep saying, well, no, they're just like. But, but you got to remember, though, that Catholics, all they have to do is go to church on Sunday and, you know, pay their tithe and go into the little box and, and you know, say out their, their sins out loud and they get forgiven. And then they start all over again on Monday. Well, you were talking about things sliding back. Cool. I, I'm, I wanted to mention that don't don't think for a moment that things can't slide back suddenly and violently. Mm. Oh, I mean, yeah. look at a look at what happened look in Iran. Iran, mm. exactly. The <laughs> oh, Islamic yeah. Revolution in Iran. I mean, well, Iran, Pakistan. Well, yeah, but uh, Pakistan was never as as modern as Iran mm. was. True. I mean, Iran was a modern nation, and now they've you know all the women are in burqas again. Like it's yeah. it's insane. Yeah, it's shocking to see the photos prior to that. In the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think that can't happen, I mean, look at what happened in the 80s here with, with you know, they tried to ban certain types of music and censor, you know, anything in mm. heavy metal because they thought it was, you know, devil, devil worship. <laughs> you, you get somebody, well, my next thing is about Amy Coney Barrett. You get her, she was confirmed yesterday. Ugh. She is consistent. This is a this is a quote from the one article that I have in uh, New York Times. Barrett has consistently demonstrated hostility toward women seeking contraceptive coverage, LGBTQ people, religious minorities, and non-religious people. Once these views have been established as precedent at the Supreme Court level, they will hurt women, the poor, particularly women of color, and transgender Americans, like we haven't seen in a decade. Really okay. representative of the majority of people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. No way. <laughs> How many of the uh, Supreme Court now are Catholics? I thought it was like five or six. It was a lot, yeah. Yeah, I recently saw, again, it wasn't, not, don't even quote me, never mind. Can I walk this back? I didn't think it through <laughs> before I said it. It was another situation where I only read a headline or a meme and I took it seriously, so I need to research it first. Okay, never mind. Sure. Okay. Is it that she's the basis for The Handmaid's Tale? Because I heard that. No, that just that, <laughs> that, that seems likely. It was just a. It was it was just like an infographic of how unqualified she is. Yeah. Well, hasn't she she's only, only been, been a judge for like three, three years? years yeah. And she's never tried a case. And right. As a lawyer, she never tried a case. Well, right. and she's only done civil work. And I was like, "What? That can't be true." Yeah, Thank no, you, that's true. So, Doesn't matter. She she clerked under Scalia. Right. Right, there and she came go. from the Federalist Society, so she's got that backing. But Jeff posted, I, this is correct, six of the nine currently are Catholic. Roberts, Alito, Thomas, Sotomayor, Kavanaugh, and Barrett are all Catholic. And again, mm. these are things that shouldn't matter, mm. No, but do. But in Barrett's case, this was from uh, religionnews.com, her adherence to the Roman Catholic doctrine what she adheres to is known as the magisterium, which is ancient Catholic doctrine. Which Dude, was... isn't that some Harry Potter shit? Yeah, no, pretty <laughs> much. Close. It's from uh, the Golden Compass. That's right. That is. Yeah, it's from the Golden Compass. <laughs> I mean this this was before the Enlightenment, where mm -hmm. you know France and and England and where everybody was like, all right, you know, for the French Revolution because they. They were tired of monarchs, and they decided that, no, we're going to let science and reason judge what we do from here on out, called the Enlightenment in the mm -hmm. uh, late 17th century, early, or all through the 18th century. What she believes in exists before that, when patriarchy and monarchy was the law of the land. That's the stuff that she adheres to, and it's terrifying. It's awful. I wonder, 
how long as a country we're going to allow this type of shit to go on before there's some real change in a lot of things that like we're just going to allow one person to come in and be the end all be all of how we're supposed to live. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one fucking person is going to fuck everything up She's and, a- and, we're, and people are just going to go along with it. Well, I think what one thing that's going to—I mean, things like um, abortion—that's going to go back to the the state decisions. So there will be some states where you can get an abortion, and some states where you have no hope of getting an abortion ever. And people that can move will move because they are not to get an abortion, but to because those places are discriminatory and not the places that they want to be. We can't all move to California (laughs) or New York. But yeah, no shit. We need to start spreading out to these other states because these states with half a million people get as many fucking senators as fucking people with fucking 50 million. Right. Know. Two Dakotas, as an example. Yeah. Why are there two? They each get a, two senators, for Christ's sake. There are no, more why, people why, in Manhattan why, than that. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. And they get just as much say. I understand, you know, people go up and down. Well, the Senate's supposed to represent the state. You know, fuck that shit, dude. Well, because their votes are just as much equal and they represent... Way less people. Right. Well, and the, the House has no part in, in um, judicial appointments. It's just the Senate. So that's an unevil, that's an uneven appointment of, ju- of justices in the United States. Right. And it does, it, yeah, it, it favors people in the, the Dakotas and Wyoming and, and not as much as the people in California, New York, Pennsylvania. This country, we're going down. <laughs> we're it's, going down, man. Well, it's, I mean, it's going to be tricky for a while. It's going to be ugly for a while. I don't know if you saw, if you watched the 60 Minutes thing, um, I do have something about 60 Minutes later, but Biden on 60 Minutes was talking about what, what he is going to do. He was asked if he was going to stack the court, and his answer was, look, I don't like the idea of stacking the court. I'm going to pull together an advisory committee of you know lawyers and whatever, and we're going to review the law, and we're going to see what's best to, to proceed, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give him 180 days, and then we'll make a decision. I, to me, that, I mean, that sounds like a reasonable plan. Like, I don't know what he could do, you know, coming out of it, but but at least it's not a knee jerk reaction, and all the all of the options have been explored at that point. Exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with them. I mean, either or, at least waiting and seeing. Like, hey, we we pass something, but they, it, it keeps getting struck down in the court, and it's one of those things where every other court's like, nope, this is okay, and then it finally gets to the Supreme Court, and they're like, well, we're the Supreme Court, and we say no, even though 15 courts below us said that it was okay, and 70 percent of the population says it's okay. Right. At that point, then I go, Joe, stack away, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Stack them fucking high. <laughs> I, I'm with you, and I would say really high. I think the idea of making it 11 is foolish. I think to create a, I don't know, even like to create a council of people that could, you know, genuinely debate these issues and find, you know, only take on what the Supreme Court is meant to take on. If you want to put, uh, I don't, nine's not the right number. Even 11's not the right number. I'm, I'm more of a- 15? Uh, 27. Ooh. Triple it. Triple it. And make it a slow building process so it's not all Joe Biden. That would be crazy. Mm. That's a terrible decision there. But, uh, you know, every two years, the president gets to add two people mm. until we get up to our designated number. And you got to add some fucking term limits. Yeah, well, the only, the, only, the, appointment. the only problem Ugh. with this is that it, it will- essentially render the Supreme Court a fucking joke in the sense that 
Well, we stack it, then next time they stack it, and then we stack it, and eventually you'll have 125 people in the fucking Supreme Court. Right, and the the problem with that sort of thing is when you get a group like the Republicans picking people, you'll end up with a, a Sanhedrin, a religious group. You know, the Sanhedrin is a Jewish term for a religious court. You had all the priests mm. who would get together and make the decisions about the law. Uh, we, we, we need to somehow prevent that from happening in addition to... Oh, they need to... Yeah, go with that plan where they get smarter people than me to think up something mm-hmm. because it's a joke now. So yeah. how is it jokier if you pack it? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I'm just saying it just becomes like it, it, no one no one looks at it as like, oh, well, these are the smartest legal minds we have. Just like, <laughs> oh, what about that one thing that we – the branch of the government that we just keep stacking in our favors, <laughs> you know? Right, right. And that's – yeah. You know, Judge you're, Judy's you're on wrong. there and Judge Joe and, you know, whoever the fuck you want. <laughs> right. If collectively, you know, the populace feels one way and you're right. If court A says yes and court B says yes and court D says yes. And then the Supreme Court says, well, we got five dummies here that totally disagree with the rest of the world and we're the Supreme Court. So fuck y'all. Mm. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm wondering how long we're going to take that kind of shit. I mean, bottom line is. They're just men and women, just like you and I. Well, they what, have agendas. Th- they make mistakes. Yeah. What they're, what they're supposed, their job, what they're supposed to be doing is weighing all of these cases against the Constitution. And I, I, I would posit that the Constitution is part of the problem. It needs to be modernized and updated. It actually has sections in there about how people of color are three fifths of humans. I mean, can we change that? You mean update it like the founders told us we should do? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hear it's it's going to be – it's near impossible to get a new amendment done. We can't even get the Equal Rights Amendment in. Yeah, it's still I mean, not like, done. The, the, the numbers that you need, what is it? It's like – You need supermajority in the Senate, supermajority in the House, and then three-quarters of the states to approve. Right, yeah. That's never going to happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's, really, right. that's right. really the heart We're of the problem. Polarized. <laughs> yeah, too polarized in this country. Yeah. That level of disorganization – and the massive size of this country is the only thing that comforts me when I hear fucking stupid headlines about the, oh, just wait till election day. We're going to go into a civil war. I was like, no, we're not. Mm-hmm. You can't motivate that many people to do something. Not Fuck d- you and your fake civil war threats. And especially something that puts them in harm's way. <laughs> That's not going right. to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, Will there be the civil protests war we- and some pockets of violence here and there? Yes. Sure. But then you just got to go, okay, well, it's a massive country. The Bachelor's still running and football's still on. People still have snacks and toilet paper. No one cares. Yeah. And yeah. you, you throw I told in you the when- fact that when we did have a civil war, there was a clear delineation of North versus South. Like, yeah. this is spread throughout yeah. communities. This is not right. something- This is Blair County you- versus Center County. <laughs> it's not even that, right? It's, uh, yeah, it would be, you know, half of every community against the other half. It's, right. it's not tenable, yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is, is like, what the, well, ultimately, what could be awesome is if the, a, a few states banded together and seceded, mm. right? But we have New York and California and, you know, and Pennsylvania 
And I'm like, well, you can't form a country where they're separated by one other country. <laughs> well, but you could have, you know, the California country and you can have the New York country. And New York country could be New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Connecticut. That could be a country. I mean, Maine and Vermont yeah. and New Hampshire are just kind of, you know, hanging out by themselves up there. But they can form their own, you know, we're almost like Canada party you know, country. Well, yeah, I mean, California has a better economy than, than most <laughs> third world countries. Exactly. They're big enough to sustain themselves on their own. They feed the federal government money. Right. Yeah, and when and they, you have a country that size, the people can affect change. Yeah. Every single citizen in Belarus is on strike today yeah. because they don't like what's going on. There are protests across the entire country of Poland today because their draconian abortion laws have gotten even worse. Yeah. Fra France does that too. When France, do they got a problem? Yeah. They all strike. go on strike. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it, I mean, it just could be because we're too fucking big. Mm. We are. You, yes. How does China do it? How does India do it? They've got a billion more people than we do. I guess they're more concentrated. They're, they're not so spread they're out. But, and communist. Well, <laughs> yeah. China's communist, so. Yeah. True. All right. So India. India's got sectarian <laughs> violence issues at the moment. Yeah. India's got people. Yeah. They, listen, they got to shame their adults not to shit in the street. All right. Yeah. <laughs> just True. All right. So if you're. They, they do have a pretty solid caste system there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. If you're worried, yeah. if you're worried about what to do, and you you want uh, to think about what you can do about Amy Coney Barrett getting on the Supreme Court, um, there was an article on thecut.com that I'm going to put on the, uh, our webpage. I put a link to. The, it suggests donate to an abortion fund right now. Mm. And although I I would encourage you to uh, help the Satanic Temple. It does have a whole list, I think it's all the states, and suggestions on um, abortion funds in every state that uh, you can donate to to help, um, you know, to help people out who need an abortion and um, are are likely not going to be able to, to get a safe one. Mm. I mean, hopefully they'll, I mean, we're going to have to start an underground railroad of getting people to places where they can get abortions in this country. And that's what we're, what we're looking at. Or It's already happening in places. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about two steps back. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I found this amusing. I'm moving on to Trump and his cronies, uh, since we're already talking about Barrett. Um, I found it amusing that Trump confirmed a confirmed Presbyterian. He says that he now identifies as non-denominational. <laughs> so he told uh, Religion News Service when he was interviewed that he is no longer Presbyterian. and He is non-denominational. When we all know he doesn't believe shit. No. But he follows and listens to the prosperity gospel people because he they tell him that having money is the way to go. And, hey, he believes that already, so. Yeah. That was already kind of his religion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't think prosperity gospel is, is one of the ones that you really want to shout out that you're a follower of. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Well, uh, you'd get the name wrong anyway. He like, I, like, I like the, I'm a part of the, the, what is it, the money church? What is it called? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should be called. That's what it is. Uh. Um, so moving on to uh, the the final debate, um, we watched it. We uh, we were actually here on Discord talking with uh, our patrons who uh, who joined us. And I don't know the one article that I have really focused on some of the idiocy that Trump spewed, uh, mainly about wind turbines emitting fumes that uh, make <laughs> make climate change worse because Trump's worried about climate change. <laughs> Suddenly, yeah. And he really cares about birds because yeah. it's killing all the birds. Yeah. <laughs> Kills all the birds and makes climate change worse. Wind power. 
Well, you know, and nobody knows more about wind than him. Well, you know where all that stems from, right? He fought against um, Scotland. It, one of his golf. He doesn't like to look out to the ocean and see uh, wind turbines out in the ocean. He wanted to see an, an unimpeded view, so he tried to stop them from putting in wind turbines off the coast of his golf course. That's why he hates them. I don't understand how you could hate that. Like, I look at wind turbines and just think that is just super cool. <laughs> like, That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. Trust me, if he was invested in some kind of wind turbine company, he'd love them. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's the bottom Probably. line. Yeah. But because it, it, it impacts the look uh, that, that he's trying to set for his properties, he does not like them. That's all it is. It's the same reason he made Ivanka get all those surgeries, because he didn't like the look of, you know, chubby cheeks. <laughs> well, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I didn't watch the debate. I didn't even know we were on here with the patrons, and I apologize for that. The last debate had left such a mm. bad taste in my mouth. It was hard to motivate myself to do such a thing. Understandable. But the, <laughs> the one clip that I did see that was probably my favorite takeaway, again, it only it didn't do anything other than illustrate Trump's just general idiocy and inability to speak, but when he was talking about his taxes and he was up there, he's like, you gotta remember, I'm, I'm, I'm a businessman, and I, I, I did business. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're so dumb! I am a man of business here to conduct my business. <laughs> Somebody I heard said that it compared him to uh, three children in an overcoat saying, I am here to buy a ticket to the booby movie. <laughs> I am an adult. I am an adult businessman to do my business. <laughs> he was in rare form. <laughs> in the sense that he was throwing out all the Fox News uh, New York Post conspiracies that nobody knows about. Right. Well, it's not even it's not even Fox News. Fox News won't cover it because it's bullshit. They were offered it and they went, ah, no, we, well, no, we can't they do cover, that. They they did cover the guy who came out and made the statement that day about oh, Hunter Biden, the blind Joey guy. Bob. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. The guy he supposedly worked with Hunter Biden as like a money guy or something like that. Oh. Joey Babazoo or something his name was, <laughs> and Trump couldn't even remember his name. And was like, the guy, he's talking about your son, Bobolinsky, yeah, something like that. And um, everyone was just like, huh? What? And he was just like, and you got money from China. <laughs> Millions of dollars from China. Huh? And Biden was just like, I don't know. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking <laughs> like, about, dude? I'm from the mayor of Moscow. What? Yep, like, Mo he just kept tossing everything out. And then the thing that drove me crazy was when... Biden said the thing about not letting the uh, have subsidies for the oil company, mm -hmm. and even the moderator was like, "Why would you say that?" <laughs> and Trump was like, "That's a big deal." And Biden was like, "Well, they pollute." And everyone was like, and the media too were like, "That I can't even believe he said that. That was kind of a gaffe." And the rest of the country was like, "We're fine with that." Yeah, yeah. we're fine with that. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. Yeah, please don't give money. Don't please don't get my tax money to oil companies. I'm fine with that. <laughs> We don't. We don't need to prop them up. They can go do go do new things. Go put you know wind turbines in the Arctic. I heard it's windy up there. Yeah, I mean, come on, Hummer is coming out with an electric version of of, of a Hummer. Come, on. I mean, eh? if they can do that, the oil companies can adapt. Yeah, especially since Biden specifically is not talking about doing it overnight. He's looking at you know long term. Yeah. I mean, yeah, do we can we help the oil companies make the pivot? Sure. Have you seen to South Philly and what the oil companies have done to South Philly? It is disgusting. 
I mean, it smells down there. You can't live there. That's prime real estate. You can put hotels there. <laughs> Bad things going on in Philadelphia. <laughs> Bad things. He's going to send people. <laughs> I got people looking into it. So Trump also brought up the uh, the whole laptop conspiracy on 60 Minutes. Mm. I don't know if you watched either the actual 60 Minutes or the version that he put out, which was horrendous because, I mean, the, the sound quality was awful and because it was just somebody recording Trump speaking right. on the sidelines. So the, the audio is just really bad and it's it's no cuts, no editing. Um, but I didn't watch that full version just because the sound quality was so bad. But he brought up the uh, the whole laptop thing on 60 Minutes and Leslie Stahl was like, that's no. We we can't talk about things unless we verified it's true, and we can't verify that that's true. We've tried. Yeah, but you but you know it's true. Right. Just look at the papers. It's in the papers. In the papers, the Post covered it. <laughs> Please, everybody's everybody's talking about it. Is everybody talking about how Putin came out and said it's totally false? He did nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that uh, I don't normally love any Putin news, but I do love that he came out and said Donald Trump is a liar. Everything Joe and Hunter Biden did in Ukraine was legit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, if nothing else, I feel like that was just really hurtful to Trump for no reason. <laughs> well, I think it was P Putin coming to the realization that he's not going to have Trump around anymore. He's got to make friends with Biden again. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of neat stuff in that interview. Mm. And then Trump just got up and left. At, at some point, the producer was like, yeah. we're running short on time. We'd like to cover the questions. And Trump's like, nope, that's it. That's all the questions. And he got up and left. What a fucking yep. baby. What a fucking snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> well, he started out in a bad mood. If you watch the, 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 the unedited, it, she starts out and she's like, are you ready for some tough questions? And he's already angry. And he's angry throughout the whole thing. I'm surprised he stayed as long as he did. But he wants to be on 60 Minutes because that's what you do when you're president. I want fair questions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think he's, he's like, well, I'm going to ask hard ones. He's like, you don't ask Joe Biden hard questions. Me, 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 me. not the president. <laughs> <laughs> He's not responsible for the shit you're responsible for. Yeah. What did he do the last four years? People what? aren't being unfair to you, Trump. They're just mm. sniffing out the fact that you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I loved it, too, when he was like, we have the best economy ever. She's like, that's not true. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is, Leslie. No, it's not. You know that it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I've done more for black people than no. maybe they call him Honest Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. He's a fucking mess. I, I mean, again, these people, I swear, most of them have just been like, I'm just too embarrassed to admit I've made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. there's still some diehards. There's still a bunch of diehards, but. <laughs> so what do you think the odds are that he uh, resigns b and to get um, a pardon? No way. No Zero. fucking way. If he, if he loses. No way. You don't think? He is going to fight this to oh. the fucking 19th of January next year. <laughs> well. Like, again, Bill Mars was talking, he goes, first of all, do you think that, like, when they call it, if they call it either t that night or a few days later, that Trump is going to say, well, we fought the good fight, and uh, I wish Joe Biden the best of luck. Do you ever see that coming out of his mouth? No. No. no he will never admit defeat. He will, he will fire as many federal employees mm. as he can. Before he's gone to do his best to further erode the infrastructure so that Biden's, uh, you know, first couple of years are as unsuccessful as possible. Speaking of that, did you see the executive order that he signed? It did. It kind of went under the radar a little bit, I think. 
He signed an executive order that functionally allows him to fire regular government employees. Right and before he signed it, he could not um, fire Fauci. Now he can with this executive order that he signed. From as an example person, doing what does he do? Like again, I'm not as worried about him because I feel like oh he'll be fine. Yeah, he's yeah he's a well known physician. He can work anywhere. Right. Like who hired him and how is Trump unable to fire him currently? Be- Why did he need this executive order? Because he couldn't he couldn't um, fire civil service regular civil service government employees previously. Now he can. The president is only supposed to appoint heads of you right. know, secretaries and people who oversee that sort of thing. And not just him either. Throughout the government, I think. I mean, it, it's basically, he took away, he made it like a, um, a, a, what is Pennsylvania, an at-will state? He made it like being in an at-will company. You know, you, you work here at my pleasure. So he made it so that he could fire people that are Democrats. Oh, okay. Yeah, he'll do that before he goes. Yeah. I'm sure. I've read that. I read before, regardless of how the vote turns out, uh, Christopher Way will be fired from the FBI. The head of the CIA will be fired. Oh, yeah. He's not happy with either of them because they won't do what he says. Right. Right. There's a whole bunch of people that he will fire. And there's a whole bunch of people that can be fired just because their boss doesn't like their politics. So it it flew a little bit under the radar, but I think there's a lot written into it. And hopefully it it will be fought in court. I can't imagine it won't be. Again, I still do not understand how executive orders work. Yeah. Can he just write an executive order that he's president for life? No, that's written in the Constitution. Can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So he can't change the Constitution. I don't understand how executive orders can do what we were just talking about. I I don't think it can in a normal universe. (laughs) Well, that's what I keep hearing. Sometimes the people are like, oh, this doesn't mean anything. Like, executive orders don't mean anything. But then I heard, like, Obama did stuff by executive order, and everyone was, like, throwing a fucking shit fit. Well, like, he wrote – Trump did an executive order that if – that people's preexisting conditions are covered for health insurance, which is completely meaningless. That that has – it doesn't mean anything. Because if he gets rid of the ACA, what the hell does it apply to then? <laughs> which he's still trying to do. And now that he's got, you know, Coney Barrett in there, he might get, probably sure. will get. Yes. The problem is Trump has been writing executive orders for things that have, that he doesn't have any jurisdiction over. Like right. he just writes executive orders like a king's decree and right. it, it doesn't have any power. And then we go to court and sometimes he wins and sometimes he loses. I'm still lost. I'm still lost on executive orders, yeah, but go on. I understand. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be just for the running of the government. It's the things that, that you know, you need to do to, to run the government. But that's not what they've turned into. Anyway. All right. I'm, I'll do a deep dive on this one. Time. Okay. <laughs> so do we have anything else to, to talk about on Trump? I was going to uh, hit some of the COVID stuff. Uh, just real briefly of what an asshole Mike Pence is. <laughs> in, yeah, what, a, in what regard? <laughs> well, his interview, oh, wow. on, his interview on 60 Minutes, he did not answer a single question. He just pontificated nope. for 20 minutes. It was amazing. I wanted to punch the... <laughs> fucking screen yeah when she goes well thanksgiving's coming up what should families do (laughs) you know leslie thanksgiving's my favorite holiday i love coming around the family and talking and she's like what should people fucking do asshole (laughs) and he's like families have to make a decision for themselves me personally i'm gonna have big thanksgiving (laughs) like fucking like That is not leadership. I mean, it's like we're floating out in the fucking wind in this country. Mm. 
Like, you wonder why nobody can fucking agree on masks. It's because of bullshit like this, like, this wishy-washy Thanksgiving's the greatest holiday. It's a goddamn pin. People are dying. Thousands a day. Yeah. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday, Leslie. Thanks, strong leader Mike Pence. Yeah. Well, he can't he can't say anything that goes against Trump is the problem. Even if he believes that you know God won't protect him, <laughs> which he probably does believe. Then this motherfucker's whole staff gets COVID and he's still out there running around not quarantining himself. Yeah, because that he can't. It's the last week before the election. There's no way Trump will let him do that. <laughs> Trump has designated him an essential employee. Yeah. Yep. He's an essential worker, like the people at the grocery store. Yeah. To spread COVID. Oh, and that's the other thing I, I forgot about that. I wanted to mention that about Trump on his uh, – in all of his rallies, he is complaining endlessly about how the media only talks about COVID. <laughs> and his COVID, one COVID. thing was, you know, you, you have a plane go down and 500 people die and you don't hear about it because uh, COVID, COVID, COVID. Well, you know, what <laughs> first – that's a made-up thing. No, no plane has gone down with 500 people. And even if it did, there are more than 800 people dying every day uh, because of the pandemic. So, yeah, it's a little bit more important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really love how he does the Marsha Brady play it off as COVID, 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 like Russia, Russia, Russia. Like, it's a fucking joke. Yeah. Fucking joke. And I'm going to die from it next week and not get to fucking be able to vote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I got to leave the, the, the explanation in on about uh, you thinking you have COVID. Oh. Jared has a cough. He's worried. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's probably fine. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hit some of the COVID stuff since, hey, we're on COVID now. Uh, the World Health Organization has came out. They came out and said that remdesivir does not appear to work specifically for uh, COVID-19. So the FDA approved it anyway. Hmm. Well, I learned... Uh, has anybody watched the documentary on Hulu called Totally Under Control yet? No. It's pretty long, but it's pretty informative, and it's got all the guys who were important to this COVID shit. Hmm. Especially the guy, I don't know if you guys remember Rick Bright. Oh, it sounds um, familiar. He got fired because he wouldn't back fucking- Right, uh, he wouldn't tell the line. Hydro yeah, he wouldn't tell the line on hydroxychloroquine, mm. and then he uh, went up into the Senate, they interview him. The government- has a patent on Rendesivir or um or stock in a company or something like that. Hmm. Well, I learned in the documentary. Well, Trump has stock in Rendesivir. He's buddies with the president of the company. Yeah, but something about the government, too, hmm. has some kind of stake in it. Well, they probably funded the study in the creation because it was a Ebola treatment, I think. I think it was Ebola when it didn't really do much. I don't know. The documentary was disturbing hmm. at best. What was the name of that again? Totally under control. Okay. I have to check it out. Yeah, when you start seeing the timeline of everything. Oh, and they also, like, they take our response to it and then put it up against the same date as uh, South Korea. Oh, yeah. And they're just like, we're fucking everything up here. Yeah. <laughs> we're even way more spread out than South Korea. Uh, it, it's amazing. Yeah. I didn't learn either that that, that that guy, the head of the CDC, back in the 80s, tried to push a religious cure to AIDS. Really? Yeah. <sighs> The, the, the guy with the Amish beard? Yeah. Huh. Nice. Who, Coop? Coop? I don't even know his name. Redfield? Something uh, Redfield. like that? Oh. Okay. okay. I was like, I'd love to see it for this Coop <laughs> as far as uh, Surgeon Generals go. Under the head of the CDC is, is uh, yeah, what's his name? Redfield? Yeah, Redfern? That, that's his, that, he's, he's there now. Is he still? Has he always been there? No. Seems like, I don't know. Don't know. 
I don't know, but Trump started monkeying with their fucking reports, too, which we all know. Oh, yeah. That's the most amazing thing to me about what's going on right now, is that in the news we're seeing spikes here and there, higher numbers recorded than ever. And isn't Trump supposed to be controlling these numbers and they're still coming out higher? Yeah, they're do- they're taking efforts to reduce the n- the numbers. But then when the numbers get thrown in his face, he also claims that, well, it's just because we're testing more. Yeah. We're rounding the corner. I, w- <laughs> I will give you that, for example, there's uh, – in Syria, there is a camp. I, I don't know how many mil- – it was like a million people living in this, like, refugee camp. And their numbers are really low because they just don't have the test and you get ostracized when you are positive. So nobody's taking the test. So their numbers are low. I g- the opposite of what Trump says is true. If you do no tests, then your your cases are really low. In that you don't know about your cases, and it's right. probably rampant as all fuck. But it doesn't matter if you look at if you look at all of the graphs, and you see we follow the European Union by about two weeks. It hit the European Union about two weeks before it really hit in the U.S., and the graphs really kind of match. And if you look at what's happening. Like starting last week, but really this week as well, European Union numbers like just skyrocketed and went way past what we're seeing per day. Mm. And sure enough, week and a half, two weeks later, our numbers are starting up in the same direction. And our peak is going to be way higher. Because we never we never hit the valley like they did. No. We never got it down. Well, I heard too that the numbers might be a little off because normally we are about two weeks behind them. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like we're a week behind them by the numbers, which means that it's going to be doubly worse for us. Yeah. If you look at- Like, we're only catching up to them because we're that much worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we started at a bad place. They started at a reasonable place. <laughs> and if you look at excess deaths, which is the, the other part of the equation, the, the, it's the part of the equation where Trump is trying to suppress the numbers, we are actually pretty close to a quarter of a million people killed by COVID at this point. Oh, killed by something- there are a quarter of a million excess deaths in the time period. Pneumonia, COVID, something related to COVID. These are people that died who would not have normally died. The numbers are just excessive. So, I mean, a quarter of a million, really, is what we're looking at. I think and Jeff said yeah. it best when he said, USA, USA, <laughs> we're number one. Yeah, we're going to be the fucking flu essay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very clever. Oh, thank you. I don't think I think I just made that up, but I don't think I heard that somewhere. <laughs> Uh, the Associated Press put out an article about uh, some polls that they they took about coronavirus information. Turns out President Trump is the least respected uh, as far as truth about the virus is concerned, which God, I would fucking hope so. But uh, mm. apparently his numbers were around 23% of people uh, believed oh. that they could trust President Trump in April. Uh, now, as of last month, it's down to 16%. In the U.S.? In the U.S. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wow. USA Fact and the NORC, which I don't remember what that is, but... So that's lower than the people that are going to vote for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way lower. 53% of people saying that they trust their local health provider a great deal or quite a bit. So that's... that's, I mean, that's really low. Only Mm. half the people say that they trust their local health provider? I would expect that that to be much higher. Yeah, my my primary care physician is the person I'm going to go to and say, should I get this vaccine? I know he'll tell me the truth. 
But I mean, that's the problem with the FDA being coerced and CDC being limited in what they can say. And yeah, people, what people believe in who they think they can trust is it's way down. Mm. Um, another wow. thing I wanted to mention on the nationalpost.com, there's another article that confirms what we've already said. They had, uh, they have an article that says, what foods can we eat to boost our immunity <laughs> to COVID-19? The answer, that's not a thing. No. Eat healthy. <laughs> To be healthy. Right. But, you know, eating carrots will not prevent you from getting a cold. <laughs> the real answer is eat a balanced diet, don't over-exercise, get enough sleep, and reduce stress levels. <laughs> it's easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can reduce stress levels after November 7th or so. Dude, I don't know what portion of the population you're targeting with that advice but if you think there are people out there that you need to tell them don't over exercise <laughs> you're in the wrong fucking country dude <laughs> don't over exercise i don't know i remember when the p90x thing came out there were a lot of people over exercising because i got to hear about it constantly <laughs> well that was just a small group of particular ding dongs that you hung out with true. <laughs> I honestly thought I thought I misheard her when she said that. You know, I was like, "Did she say not over exercise?" I'm like, "Cause that's easy for me." <laughs> <laughs> exercise, but don't exercise. Over exercise. <laughs> uh, so, Operation Warp Speed. Um, this is an article mm. in the New York Times uh, that says that the next job will be to monitor the safety of vaccines once they're in widespread use. But the Trump administration last year disbanded the office with all expertise for that exact job. Oh, goody. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to trust a vaccine. It's hard to know. Like, who knows if we're going to get significant reporting on people who have negative effects to a vaccine when it comes out. It's going to be hard to say. Mm. But the uh, the Trump administration is taking time to try to make sure that your local mall, Sa mall Santa Claus uh, has access to the vaccine early, and they tried to commit a quarter billion dollars to federally fund an ad campaign using mall Santas. This story is so weird. Yeah. So they wanted the, the Santa Claus to tell the kids, they, they wanted to use the Santa Clauses to propagate the inf information to, to say, go get your vaccine. They wanted the mall Santa Clauses to... Put that as part of their shtick hmm. as an ad campaign for the vaccine. The whole thing fell <laughs> apart, by the way. They're, yeah. they're not doing this, but because they, none of the none of the uh, celebrities that they wanted to get doing it would do it. So, well, this is the yeah. It's related to that what we talked about when they were doing the whole ad campaign. Mm. Um, and they, yeah, Dennis Quaid was the only one who signed up because he <laughs> signed up early, and then he was like, "Wait, you're doing what? Not oh, can I get my name off that?" Ah. <laughs> uh, your tax dollars at work. Yeah. All right. That's all I got about COVID. I got oh, a few. Yes. Before we get, uh, there is a study out recently that uh, the number of people that remain immune or you know have an immune response in in the UK is dropping, meaning that the people that were previously immune are no longer immune. That's the current theory. So it will follow along the lines of what other coronaviruses are, which is that you will get immunity for some period of time, six months, 12 months, somewhere in there, but that it, you do not get permanent immunity if you have been exposed to this virus in the past. That's the most recent study out of the UK. So that makes it worse. Yeah, Sorry. we kind of suspected that, though. Yeah. 
I mean, it's a coronavirus. That's how every other corona- coronavirus behaves. Right. So it's not a big surprise. I thought you got to deal with it. I thought Jared would get a kick out of this. Uh, in first state news in Ohio, a public school in Ohio is giving extra credit for watching PragerU videos. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. What? You get if you watch people like uh, Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro and Charlie Kirk uh, talk about I don't know lies, building the wall, um, why the right is right, and how the left ruins everything. Wow. Yeah, the assignments came straight from the teachers that said to watch the PragerU videos and see how it makes you question your beliefs at, <laughs> in order to get extra credit for their school projects. This is a public school? Yep, public school. One teacher or the whole fucking school is doing this? Multiple teachers. I don't know about the whole school, but there were multiple. Wow. How is that fucking legal? Yeah, that's what they're asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Holy shit. So the principal was asked who approved the assignment and whether or not the students were, were given context for these mm. videos. And uh, the because the, the parents saw what they were doing and they, they basically called it alt-right propaganda, which that's what yep. it is. So they the, the, apparently the principal reacted like it was just another assignment, that it was just a, yeah, that, you know, we have kids watch videos online. What? I don't think the principal had any idea what PragerU is. Mm. Or maybe he did and was trying to bury it. I don't I don't know. What is wrong with these fucking teachers? They're all right. Yeah. I just assumed teachers were mostly liberal, but, you know, because of the way they rage against fucking... Maybe that's only college professors. Mm, yeah, college professors are a little different, but... Huh. Wow. That is some... Sp- that, I mean, like, as a human being, let alone a political party, that is such a shitty thing to do. Yeah. What's well, a shitty thing to do to take your, your sponge children and take them to church? So, But at least in that case, for the most part, it's the parents doing it, right? A public sure. school teacher, you should be able to trust that they're not trying to, I don't know. Corrupt your children? Yeah, corrupt yeah. your children with the alt-right <laughs> shit. <laughs> does it does it mention what grades that they're doing this in? K through 12. All right, well, I mean, K through 12? Uh, this particular one was a 10th grade history class. I mean, I, I feel like by the time I hit high school, I was pretty much anti-authoritarian. Mm. You know, so even if I watched those videos, I'd be like, this is horseshit. Yeah. But- you know, if I was in kindergarten, I don't know what I would think. Yeah, this was 10th grade in this particular case, but you're still malleable in 10th grade, so. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, I'll have to listen. I've kind of dipped off on that podcast lately. Worst year ever podcast. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, over in Idaho, an uh, article from the AP, moments after hearing that an Idaho hospital was overwhelmed by COVID-19 patients looking to send people as far away as Seattle to, to get care, members of the health department board voted to repeal a ro- local mask mandate. Their hospitals are overwhelmed. They can't, like, they are turning people away. They're not just COVID patients. They're turning other people away because they just don't have any fucking beds. And yeah, wow. the health department in the in the state says, "Well, that mask mandate that's unconstitutional, so uh, it's not it's not really required." Oh. If you don't wear a mask out in public, you're a fucking scumbag. That is true. Yes. Bottom line, yeah, you are a fucking piece of shit scumbag. You're you're a selfish child. Yeah, that that was put in much nicer than what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Final state thing: North Carolina. The United House of Prayer for All People, 
Oh. That sounds gross. Uh, it's a Pentecostal <laughs> church in Charlotte. 121 COVID-19 infections resulting in at least three deaths. Is wow. the uh, public health department issued an abatement order temporarily closing the church because they declared that the church is an eminent hazard? Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I think so. Uh, all churches are, but that one in particular. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, I haven't spoken to my mother for a while. I'm curious if she is still uh, avoiding the church. Mm. Mm. I hope so. Well, I think she when she you know she said she looked around and realized that half the people in the church weren't wearing masks and realized that she was at risk and decided to go home. Not wearing masks and like 30% of the church was positive. Mm. Unbelievable. Uh, last thing I have, Glenn Beck. Yeah. He has decided that he is going to take advantage of even the pandemic. He is creating a, a survivalist camp, Fortitude Ranch, where I guess it already exists, but he's apparently, you can now buy, I don't know, membership tickets. I don't, I guess membership, $1,000 annually uh, will guarantee you a spot in his Fortitude Ranch when the apocalypse comes. <sighs> I mean, at least it's $1,000 a month, not a year. I mean, or a year instead of a month. Um, yeah. <laughs> how do you not see you're not being taken for a ride? I mean, like... I don't know. Which leads me to my other question, and this circles back to our Civil War question. Mm. Say there is a civil war and our country splits into two. Mm. And I'm assuming we're going to live in a fucking utopia. <laughs> right? Will the other country survive in the way that they just exploit everybody and fuck everybody? I mean, how long before they've just sucked them all dry? Well, think about um, Iran and what that what happened there. It used to be, in the 70s, a fairly progressive country. And now look at what they've become. They hang people. They jail people for having, you know, declaring themselves to be atheists. They stamp down anything that's different. That's what they want, and that's what they'll get if we get out of the way. But they're also like a the third way. world country. I just mean, is it sustainable? Uh, yeah, it is, it is sustainable. There are, well, Iran has oil, though, right? True. They also, I mean... Not just oil, though, but they also they can make their own food, and, you know, they can plant crops. They, they have the, the means to support themselves. With oil as a benefit. Saudi Arabia can't, but Iran can. I'm just curious as how long you can squeeze your citizens. Until they revolt, or... <laughs> I don't know, until you just can't do it anymore, mm. and... Ask North people Korea. People are dying, and there's nobody left, or people leave, or whatever the fucking case is. Well, that, that that's where you get to North Korea, where the people are shorter by inches than the people of South Korea, because they are malnourished. There's, there's right, walls. But that, that, and if you, but that, that, if you that's leave... That's a long... But and if you leave, not just you are punished, but you, any family you leave behind is punished, so you can't leave. Right, but that's a long process to, for them to get to where they are. I mean, so, I'm saying, say next year there's a new fucking country, re Republican Annie, uh, whatever you want to say. <laughs> well, it only took, you know, 30 years, I mean, 40 years for North Korea to get that way. Right, but, like, are they going to go a day one? Well, no more internet for you fucks. You think they're going <laughs> to – No. I mean, they're going to – yeah, I mean <laughs> – You, you got to nibble away at that kind of thing. Right, but I, I guess yeah, it's got to be a slow moving process, or otherwise, yeah, people, people are like, "What? No it. internet? Whoa, we're moving to fucking <laughs> Utopian stand <laughs> where they get free porn." Yeah, <laughs> actually, just to stick it to them, we should call it Clintonia. <laughs> <laughs> Democrata, Ria? I don't know. Oh yeah, Obama, <laughs> Obama stand. stand. Perfect. 
All right, that's all I got. Hey, should, wait, I got okay. United Clintonia of Obamastan. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lincolnville. <laughs> you can't do that. He's ours. Yeah. No, I don't, no, he's not. <laughs> no. Yeah, two people who would never be Republicans as the Republicans exist today. Abraham Lincoln and Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, that's all I got for this week. Uh, anybody got anything else? Okay. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I want to start off by thanking our patrons for supporting the podcast. Uh, we really do appreciate it. If you enjoy the podcast, you could join them. You could go to our Patreon page and sign up, listen to us live, uh, comment on our Discord channel. Actually, there are comments in our Discord. I thought I'd mention this. The Discord channel doesn't die off when we're not recording. Like There are things hmm. being posted in there all the time, and I do appreciate that as well. Uh, keeps keeps everybody in the loop as to what's going on. I Sometimes I get my news from our own Discord channel. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you can't do that, uh, you can also support the podcast by sharing uh, one of our episodes or multiple episodes on social media or leave a review on iTunes. Helps out our ratings. Um, again, if you'd like to contact us, you can message us on Facebook.com slash Profane Argument or tweet at Profane Arg. Also, please check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. We're a member of a podcasting network. Soon-to-be-named-network.com will get you all of the uh, current and archived podcasts. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.